Hey friend, Michael McCurry here. Thank you so much for joining me once again for Bible Tract Echoes. I've got a tract story to share with you. Not necessarily the story of someone's salvation. We've got many of those stories to share, and I'll share one of those tomorrow, Lord willing. But I do have a story of me personally using a gospel tract. I feel like sometimes we lose ideas or we don't imagine all of the possible ways that we could use gospel tracts. And so I like to, as I remember them, because sometimes my memory can be so very bad, but as I remember them, I like to share with you ways that I've found that using gospel tracts have worked for me. And so we'll do that in just a moment. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles and go to the book of Mark, chapter number 5. We're going to give just a brief overview of the first account we find in the book of Mark, chapter 5. And we'll do a deeper dive tomorrow. So make sure you stick around for our midweek broadcast tomorrow. Before I tell you that track story, let me invite you. September 30th. Odell, Illinois. You say Odell, Illinois. Where is that? Should I have heard of that? Well, it's a town of just under 1,000 people in north central Illinois, about an hour, hour and a half south of Chicago, an hour or so down 55. We'd love to see you. If the opportunity presents itself, we're hosting an open house at Bible Tracks Incorporated. I so would desire for you to come. Even if you, you're not a donor to our ministry, I don't care. I want to see you. Even if you've never used our gospel tracks before, I'd like to see you. Even if you say, you're not on my daily prayer list, Brother McCurry, I still want to see you. Even if this is the very first time you are listening to this broadcast, I want to see you there on September 30th of this year, please consider joining me for the open house. Now, let me tell you a quick story while you find Mark chapter number five. Actually, I'm coming to you today from a deck, the back deck, nice little sliding doors. They're actually fairly soundproof from what I'm told. My wife told me while I was doing the previous broadcast that she was not able to hear me through those doors, but just a tiny little bit. So that's good. But as I'm talking to you right now, we had to schlep all of our stuff. That word schlep, do you, any of you use that word? That's one of those words I feel like my mom coined. Maybe it's original to her. But we schlepped all of our stuff, our uh, bags and our suitcases and all of that, into this Airbnb. We're not sponsored or anything, but it is an Airbnb. But when we pulled in, I got the directions, good directions from our host here. I think her name is Ashley. She did a great job. The place is immaculate. The cleaning people did a great job. We pulled in and she had told us that the HOA, Home Owners Association, for this area, these, this condo, they would be doing some outside work. And that outside work consists of some painting. I think they're painting some handrails and different things like that. And so we pull up and there were a couple of work trucks. And one of those work trucks was in the spot that was reserved for unit number one. This condo that we are staying in. And that spot was a good bit more convenient 
than the other spots that were across the way. Now, it wasn't a massive difference or anything, and I am sure that those people had been working there all day with no anticipation that someone would show up. Of course, these are kind of a, it's a vacation area where we are uh, right now, and spending just a few days away with family and having a great time. And But I pulled in, and there was that minor twinge of, guys, what are you doing in, quote-unquote, my spot? Now, you say that that's foolish, and it really was. I was just, that was the thought that popped into mind. I was like, man, I really wish I could have backed into that spot so we could unload to schlep. I think that'll be our word of the day. I do ask you, how do you spell the word? Because I'm not sure. I can only say it. I can't spell it. But it would be really convenient if we could back into that spot to unload the back of our car. We had a bunch of stuff. We'd just come off a long trip, and so our stuff wasn't as organized as I would like. And so... There we are. So we parked across the street, not a big deal, and schlepped, there it is again, schlepped our stuff into this Airbnb. But while I was schlepping things, I've got to stop using that word, carrying things, moving things, we got to talk to, for just a few brief moments, the painters, the folks that were, they were scraping the railings before they painted them and they'd put down a bunch of butcher paper and whatnot, and, uh, cardboard paper or what have you, so they didn't uh, paint on areas that shouldn't have been painted and all that. And I pulled out the microphone and camera that I'm using right now to speak to you. I've got this microphone set up, this camera set up. It's really not exceedingly impressive or anything. It's not tens of thousands of dollars by any stretch of the imagination. It's, it's a nifty setup for what I need. It's portable, it's small, it works out well, and there's things I could do better with it, but overall, it suits the purpose. But what does look mildly oppressive to the uninitiated is all of the accessories. It's not just a mirrorless camera with a lens on it. It's got a handle, and it's got a cage, and it's got an external monitor, and it's got a microphone on top, and it's got a little arm that connects some of those things together and different things. And when you pull it out, it's not a movie camera by any stretch of the imagination. But to those that don't know any better, it looks like a pretty impressive rig. And Dalton was his name. I heard him over my shoulder. I don't think he knew I could hear him. He was across the street. I pulled it out. I was holding it in my hand, and he talked to his buddy. He said, hey, look at that camera over there. That looks awesome. I don't know if he's interested in videography or vlogging or what have you. Well, I do know because I heard him. I was thinking, you know what? He just gave me an opportunity to give him a gospel tract. They were closing up shop. They were done for the day. We had pulled in about 5 o'clock or so the other day. And he was cleaning out his brushes from all the painting they'd been doing. And I think probably using some paint thinner and different stuff. And they were about to pull out. And we had an appointment, a place we had to be the other day. So I wasn't able to talk to him for a long time. But as I walked by, I said, hey, you interested in videography? You interested in photography? And got to talk to Dalton for just a few moments. And he said, yeah, and we got to talk about the rig I have here. And he was very taken with it, very interested. And I got to give him a gospel tract. Now, this is not, again, this is not a pat Mike on the back type situation. I'll be honest with you. I'm just doing my best to not mess up and not completely lose out on opportunities like that. Opportunities like that present themselves all the time to me. And I believe, if you're being honest with yourself, they present themselves to you as well. The question is, 
do we take advantage of them as often as we should? If you're like me, the answer is probably not. But I want to just give you just a very short idea. I gave you one yesterday, gave you one today, and tomorrow I've got the story of a man that got saved up in Canada, of all places, because of a gospel tract very recently. I'm going to share that with you tomorrow. But right now, let's grab our Bibles. Let's go to the book of Mark, chapter number 5. The book of Mark, chapter number 5, got my Bible right here. Let me read just a few verses for you. You remember that we're coming off of the story, and I told it a couple weeks ago from Scripture, about Jesus sleeping in the back of the boat, and how the disciples woke him up because they were terrified of the waves. They were scared of the wind. They thought they were going to die. And Jesus rebuked the wind and calmed the seas. And they all survived. And then we pick up in Mark chapter number 5. The Bible says this. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him, and always... Night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? Jesus asked him, and he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Now we're going to pause there for right now, and we're going to pick up this account tomorrow and, and give a little more context to it as well. But we're going to talk about this demon-possessed man. Tomorrow we're going to look at the label that he had, a maniac. That's what he was called here in Scripture. That's what people knew him as. They knew him as that so well that they tried to bind him with chains so that he could not terrorize them anymore. And he was so strong, so demonically strong, that he could pluck those chains apart. He was on another level. A When I say supernatural, I don't mean divine. I mean a demonic level of supernatural strength. And we're going to look at that tomorrow, and we're going to look at how we handle labels. You know, the world puts labels on us, but oftentimes the most binding the most burdening labels that we bear are the ones that we put on ourselves. That's not always the case, but it often is. And we're going to talk about our labels. I want to thank you once again so very much for joining me today on Bible Tract Echoes. I'm going to encourage you, if you will, to contact me. I asked you, maybe not quite once a week, because I know we didn't do it last week, but I'm going to ask you, if you would, 
to let me know where you are listening from. Maybe you'd say this is the very first time I'm listening. Maybe I'm watching on YouTube for the first time or I'm listening. Let's see how many radio stations I can remember. I think of the radio station that we're on in Liberia. If you're listening right now, thank you. Think of FBN, Fundamental Broadcast Network, uh, VCY America, about 50, 55 stations across America on the VCY Network. WVGV, the Gospel Voice of uh, West Virginia's Gospel Voice, I should say. And then WGVD, the Gospel Voice of Dwight, Bible Truth Radio, uh, WYTJ, and many others that some, I'm sure, are bypassing me right now, for which I... Please, please forgive me. Uh, there in the Caribbean and others. But I'm going to ask you to let me know where you're listening from. If you're listening after the fact on podcasts, let me know that as well. I want you to text me at 309-316-7240. I'll give it to you one more time, much slower, so you can actually get it down. Write it down. Grab a piece of paper, your pen. Grab your phone. Text me at 309 309- Three one six seven two four zero. Thank you so much for listening once again to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm Michael McCurry. Please join me tomorrow as we talk about labels from the Book of Mark, chapter number five. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.